You're listening to Two Girls, One Crypt. Listen if you dare. Spoilers ahead. I don't know what the hell's in there, but it's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome back, listeners. If you came back from episode one, thank you. Uh, this is another episode of Two Girls, One Crypt, where me, Misty, and my co-host, Kendall, Hi. dissect and overanalyze the many subgenres of horror movies. And this week, we were chosen by the big wheel, Haunted Houses. Mm-hmm. And we chose six movies, three each, <clears throat> as uh, I guess not necessarily our favorite haunted house movies. No, because, be- I because- haven't seen any of these movies except for one of them <laughs> until now. So, <laughs> and also some of our choices are, I guess, maybe fit better into another genre. Genre, and we want to save it for that. Mm-hmm. Also, one of our mutual favorites is a mini series and not a movie and so we couldn't include it this time unfortunately yeah. well yeah. maybe it'll be included uh in some way shape or form in this episode but that remains to be seen <laughs> i think it will be we'll see if i don't right. show my hand <laughs> i you showed your hand the second you said that you immediately knew which score you were gonna choose i'm like well i know what she's picking yeah yeah so this episode will be fun because last episode we did slashers which is my favorite and not misty's misty's not a fan this episode is haunted houses which i don't actually really like really Um, straight up don't like them huh so it's weird because i want to because Mm -hmm. they can be really scary and that's what i like about horror when it can actually scare me but I just didn't really enjoy a lot of the aspects of some of these movies. And which is funny because the mini series you were discussing is one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. So it's like, why can I say I don't like haunted stuff when I love that? But it's so I don't know. I think that probably comes down to um, like haunted <clears throat> houses. Haunted house stories have a formula yeah. typically. And it's almost always like a slow burn and it's almost always a spirit trying to get help from the living. I don't know. It's, it's always, they really focus on atmosphere and uh, feeling and the haunting of Hill house moves very fast and there's a lot going on. Yes. And it's not just about haunted house and ghosts there's a lot right. of other stuff too and it's All also the- a mini series and not a yes. movie so correct that makes sense but and you're right like I feel like and we'll we'll delve more into the to these when we talk about the movies but some of these movies like I want to like it mm-hmm. 
but and I think it just sort of depends on the oh, story I totally and get that. yeah yeah and yeah. the spirit but it's definitely like I like you know uh what's that author it coats coots Diane oh coots? Darcy Coates Darcy Coates yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like her books and they're haunted um I don't know I guess I'm just picky <clears throat> I think that's completely valid uh-huh because I especially I think a lot of either authors or filmmakers get really lazy with this genre yeah. because it's oh, yeah. it's an easy you got an old house, you got a family moving in, and weird things start happening. And yeah. what someone was killed in this house and they mm-hmm. can't leave. It's always the same story. You could be really lazy and make a movie out of nothing. I think the issue is possession, not usually a fan of possession stuff just because, or like dreams and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So in some of the ones that we cover that, that was part of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I'm just picky and I haven't seen a whole lot that I like. I mean, again, that is valid. I don't Mm -hmm. blame you. (laughs) especially yeah. with this genre because it is a lot of the same and like if you're not into yeah like the gothic horror mm-hmm. slow burn uh, yeah haunted house probably isn't going to be for you because it's kind of overrun with that yeah feel. well and two of these movies two of my picks were basically the same film which were um wait hold on annieville horror and um haunting of connecticut, connecticut? well they're pretty more similar they're more modern stories so yeah i guess that would yeah yeah so watching them back to back it's like oh it's kind of the same but <clears throat> yeah i definitely uh, that. did i watch those on the same day no i could look li- i'll look later because i did date it because i'm a an animal and keeps i love that i wish i did that I'm like, I'm going to try to remember these movies that I watched that took me way too long to watch. I'm sorry. I went to Taylor Swift and I've been in that like cloud for the last three weeks. How was that? The night of your life? It was was the best. It was legit the top five best nights of my life. I figured. I'm like, (laughs) I Kendall's going to not tell anyone else this, but it's going to be better than her wedding day. And I just know it. Like... I did include the wedding day as number one. Okay. But if we're excluding the wedding day, yeah. it would probably be the best night of my life. <laughs> and you had like the most magical concert experience too with the rain. Like, I can't believe it. It's incredible. Oh. I also hate her a whole lot because of what she looks like with wet hair. It looks oh my like God. She, she fixed it that way. Yeah. And she kept saying, we look like we went through like six car washes. Oh, no, you do not. River otters. And I'm like, like, just got back from the salon. I do. (laughs) I'm so glad I perfectly curated this outfit for months and did my makeup and hair just to wear a poncho all night. But you know what? It's fine. It is because she's still performed. (laughs) She's an angel. Yeah. So that's that. See, I will I will bring her up in about just about every episode. My bad. Okay. She she also has a song called Haunted, so it ties in. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's on Speak Now. Oh yeah. Well, my child is the Swifty in my house, so yeah, she would know. Oh, okay. Do you want to do? Do you want to talk about horror news? Yes, I do because we have some good stuff. We do. 
Um, I I feel like I don't know horror's ramping up in, I guess mainstream again. I feel like it's getting more popular. Mm -hmm. Definitely this year, and I don't know. I still don't know if it's like just coming out of COVID. All this stuff is coming out, or if people are actually wanting more content. It's a good question because I know with COVID, a lot of things come to theaters and then go directly to streaming yep. just a few weeks later. Yep. Um, and a lot of horror does that. Like last year, there were several movies that we would go see. And then literally two weeks later, it was in the theater. And I'm like, why do I even bother? Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like they're making more horror movies because all we get are remakes and sequels yep. and franchises. And even if you have that with horror, it's still, it's, it's still its own thing. I yeah. don't know. It's almost well, like a, I, I was going to say like a cult, but it's like. It is. It, it has a, 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 definitely a smaller following and especially yeah. when you break it down to like, you know, like indie horror, like the, the fandom gets even smaller, but yeah. I went to go see um, Evil Dead Rise the other week mm-hmm. and there were three horror movies out at the same time in theaters which is wild really yeah i can't remember what the other ones were because of course i'm gonna on the spot be like oh yeah there were three horror movies which ones i don't remember i'm upset that i didn't know that there were other ones out i guess it's nothing that i really care to see because i've been trying to to follow closely on what comes out yeah i mean there's a lot but i just i was like when's the last time there have been and it wasn't like it was half of the movies that were there, but three is a lot for horror. Three, in the three is a lot for horror. Yes. It's because it's a genre. Yeah. You know, you have, you have comedies, you have rom-coms, you have animation, you have all these other things, but it's not as specific as when you have horror. Mm-hmm. Like horror is its own broad thing, which as yeah. we can attest, we subcategorize everything. Yes. Too, too um, much. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like horror is it's li- literally its own thing. It's, yeah. Aside it's, from all the other movies. It's like another another ball game. It's not another ballpark. It's another ball game. You know. Yeah. It's <clears throat> a, a horrible analogy. Yeah. <laughs> but on that horror news. Oh yeah. You want to go first? Sure. Um, do you watch Black Mirror? Yes. Good, because we finally, finally have a date for season six. It'll come out. It's coming out in like a month. It's coming out June this year. I, yeah, I was a fiend for this show when it first came out. I think the episodes have kind of fallen off a bit since it was sold to the US. Agreed. But I still, I still love it. Um, Have you looked at any of the cast that's going to be? It's another level. Josh they, Hartnett, who was like yes. my forever crush. Oh, me too. I had his picture on my like history notebook. Oh, it's amazing. I love him mm-hmm. so much. I'm so I'm so glad. Like he he's another one of those actors that just kind of like fell into the horror genre later in life. Mm-hmm. Like Elijah Wood did the same thing. I just right. love them for that. Uh, Kate Mara, you remember her from? Yes, um, love Kate Mara. Season one of um, American Horror Story. Yes. Um, Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek, which I just adore the fact that she's in this. That, I mean, if none of these other people were in it, I would watch the season for her. I cannot Me wait too. to see 
what she's going to be in this. She's um, fantastic. The, the first time Colgan I ever saw her it. as not her character on Schitt's Creek, I was mm-hmm. like, no one is talking about what an amazing actress she is because her she's entire really demeanor is completely different. Her voice is several octaves deeper. Uh, <laughs> she, her facial expressions, like her entire face is different. Like she's incredible. Yeah. She's not Alexis all the time. Although no. that would be fine too. But yeah. I'm excited about it. And I forgot that it was coming out in one month. So now I'm super excited about it. No yes. tra- oh yeah. Was there a trailer? I think there was a teaser trailer. That's out. It doesn't show much, though. So you said Culkin. Uh, yeah, the hot Culkin. Rory. Yeah. And Michael Sarah, which... That's random. It is random. He creeps me out, so he'll just continue creeping out in this, I'm sure. And mm. Zazie Beetz, um, she played Domino in yes. Deadpool. I love her. I love her, too. Well, that'll be exciting. That will be exciting. I'm excited for that. Me, too. Um, I do not know what this next bit of information okay. is. So, so neon is like a it, neon is a s- similar kind of thing with me as a twenty four. Probably with you too. You just don't realize, maybe you don't realize how many movies you've seen that neon's done. Mm-hmm. They they kind of have the same um feel to them, I guess. Yeah. Um, and they have a new horror movie coming out called It Lives Inside. About an Indian demonic legend. They do a lot of. I think just I saw kind that of... trailer. It has a yeah, trailer. It came out, out, yeah. yeah, it came out really recently. I didn't. Yes. I didn't watch the trailer because I didn't want to spoil anything. I try not to watch a whole lot of same trailers unless I like cannot help it. But I'll usually start them, but I won't finish them because I, I do that a lot too. Show too much. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-mm. Oh, we have a whole minute left. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm doing the whole movie. Yeah, basically. But mm-hmm. I'll watch this strictly because it's neon. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about now. <gasps> that looks pretty good. Um. Okay. So the new Conjuring movie has an official title. It is the Conjuring Four: Last Rites, but there are no plot details released as of right now. And they changed That's that title from the last time I typed these notes. It's changed really? already. Yeah, it was called The Day of Soldado, mm-hmm. I think. And then they've just changed it to Last Rites, which makes well, me wonder. Who knows with the writer strike? It, True. You know, might change again or just. I want to say the script the is already written. I think I had read that, but I could be wrong. And yeah, what is that? I mean, it's definitely not going to be the last Conjuring movie. Yeah. Last Rites. More Catholics. That's all that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, this news uh, we'll be talking about twice in this um, this episode. Grady Hendrix, who's one of our favorite authors, mm-hmm. his newest book, How to Sell a Haunted House, has been picked up to be filmed as a movie. Grady is going to write the screenplay. And Sam Raimi is on the production team, which... I did not know that yeah. until just now. Which honestly, if you think about what happens in this book, I think Sam Raimi is like, there couldn't be a better person. Absolutely. To be on this team because it's going to be wild. That's a wild ride. Mm-hmm. I just recently finished that book last week, I think. Mm. And 
yeah, we'll definitely be discussing that. We'll talk about it later because it uh it goes with the with the episode. It does. It does. That's exciting. I had no idea Raimi was a part of it. Yeah. Um new ski <clears throat> new Stephen King adaption, <laughs> The Life of Chuck, is di- is going to be directed by one of our very favorite oh. Mike Flanagan. Her like our uncle Mike. Uh, Uncle Mike, starring Mark Hamill and Tom Hiddleston, based on the short story from King's 2020 anthology, If It Bleeds, The Life of Chuck is three separate stories linked to tell the biography of Charles Krantz in reverse, beginning with his death from a brain tumor at 39 and ending with his childhood in a supposedly haunted house. This, when I sent you that link, I was like, it was like check mark, like Check mark check Mark Hamill. All of it. Check mark Tom Hilson. Check mark Stephen King. And when I sent it to you, I didn't even see, Mar- didn't see uh, Mike Flanagan's name. Someone like, is watching my dreams. I swear. <laughs> like, I can't. Ugh. Which I couldn't believe what be... I was reading. I was like, are you kidding me? Tom Hilson and Mike Flanagan? What is going on? Oh, God. What this did will... I do right? This will be his third or fourth. Maybe more. He's done several Stephen King adaptions at this point. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. And you know what? I have no complaints. I have no complaints mm-hmm. about anything he does, but especially Dr. Sleep. I don't know if I would. I can't imagine that in anyone else's hands. Yeah. That way. Yeah. He did it so right. I can't wait for and that. And I haven't read the short like story, so I have no I haven't read uh If It Bleeds. So I haven't I know nothing about this story. So on to our actual episode topic. Yes. Which is haunted houses. And we both chose three movies mm-hmm. for our picks. Do you want to go first? You go first since okay. I went first last time. Oh, that's I couldn't remember. Okay. First, I think the first choice that I want to talk about is going to be Caveat. Okay. Caveat is currently available on Shudder and AMC+. As of the date of this recording, which is May 21st, it changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who knows when we'll release it too, but. Exactly. So please just check online. Use justwatch.com. That's what I use. Yes. Um, so not sponsored, but it no, should be. that and right? Tubi, <laughs> right? Exactly. We haven't mentioned Tubi yet. <laughs> we'll get there because we always do. I love Tubi. We do. <laughs> um, so caveat, which is on uh Shutter and AMC Plus at the moment, um, is from 2020. It's not rated. It's an hour and 28 minutes long. It's not a long movie. Uh, The synopsis is a lone drifter, Isaac, suffering from partial memory loss, accepts a job from his old landlord, Barrett, which is to look after his niece, Olga, a psychologically troubled woman living in an abandoned house on an island. When Barrett convinces Isaac to confine his movements to the house and leaves the two of them alone, a game of cat and mouse ensues with Isaac fighting to survive amid the terrifying resurgence of his own memory. This must not have had a tagline because I didn't write it down. Um, Did you like this one? Because I had a feeling you might not. 
I really did not like Yeah. This. It's a dividing one, I think, because it is a very it this is like the definition quiet of a movie. Yes, it's very quiet. Um when you said it's a short movie, I want to tell you something. <laughs> I was watching this movie and I was like, okay, I need to take a shower. Uh-uh. And I paused it and I was like, oh, I only have 10 minutes. Or no, I had 20 minutes left. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like 20 minutes. I'll just watch it and I'll take a shower afterwards. An hour later, the movie hadn't ended yet. So I paused it. Yeah. I had eight minutes left. I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. I w- it hurt my brain. I, I had no totally idea what to get that. I think. And uh, again, I think this is where you and I differ a lot because I like to live in, I like to live in these really slow burn movies and I like the pay, if there is a payoff, I like the payoff at the end. Yeah. I think just because I've seen so many, I have just learned to live with it. And even as I'm saying, it's a short movie an hour and 28 minutes i know it doesn't feel like a short movie because it absolutely does not i feel like it goes on forever um but i'll tell you what you miss at the end uh he finds the key did you see that he found the key i Um, don't recall well he finds the key inside the wall on the mother's body okay and then he gets out um and he takes the dog with him which is the most important part that is the most important part and he leaves her there. It was, he, you know, this is just where, like, you really like elevated horror and, like, smart, smarter I movie. I don't even like using those words, though. Like, people say elevated. I know, it sounds pretentious. It but... does. It's all, And, like, oh, I can't watch Evil Dead because it's not elevated. Like, I think you're good. But you don't too. only like elevated horror. I'm no. just saying you like that, and I typically don't. But... Yeah it's it's just like that's I knew it was a good movie I just didn't like it you know what I mean does that make sense no complete sense like I can appreciate that it's probably and I wouldn't mind like I might watch it again just so I can like I know what I'm getting myself into Uh I know what to pay more attention to it was just really painful for me I I love that it's painful (laughs) Um, I mean, the, so I was nervous this, about talking about it too. I don't know why. No, I don't like, I don't care if you don't, I had a feeling. No, I, was I was like, like I like this one because it, I liked this one a lot because it kept the, almost like that sense of dread and that creepy haunted house feeling. I thought it kept it well throughout the movie because mm-hmm. I was always, I always had a feeling of dread throughout, especially with that that little rabbit so i guess the haunting in this house is the mother's dead body which Mm -hmm. early on in the movie he finds Mm -hmm. inside of a wall it's her spirit trying to communicate with Mm -hmm. with him um and tell him kind of what happened in this and i honestly i've seen this movie a couple times i still don't fully understand the plot of this movie and i've seen people break it down online as like the the dad and her uncle were keeping girls in this house because of uh comments they make about what the foxes sound like um and just like context clues through the movie yeah so i guess it could be about that i don't know i haven't seen it confirmed anywhere 
Um, no, I totally get that you don't like it. Yeah. I don't. Oh, you pretty much you. know what I like and what I don't. <laughs> but th this one, I was kind of, I was like, maybe. Maybe. There was a little hope there. I wanted to so bad. I think I just didn't understand what was going on either. And honestly, I don't either. Like yeah. I said, I don't, I really, even after seeing this a couple of times, I don't, I don't know yeah. what the main plot is. Yeah. I just like the way this movie made me feel i suppose mm -hmm. i like that i think that's um that's important in the mechanism with him movie. being in the harness the whole movie like it was required for him to lock himself into a body harness yes. that was chained into the basement so he couldn't yeah. get into the room with the girl with olga um he couldn't get out of the house i don't know i thought it was a good plot device yeah oh i don't know if we said this but we will be obviously oh, we'll be spoiling didn't good lord movies. thank you Oops. yes um <laughs> yeah we'll be spoiling these movies it's hard to talk them. about them um without spoiling them in our yeah. last episode we tried not to spoil all of them um but yeah so hopefully hopefully that's fine with our listeners <laughs> if it's not I not, I'm sorry oops, I guess don't listen I don't know because I mean especially with this I, I think especially with this genre, you have to. Yes. At some point. And especially with uh, one in particular of Kindle's choices, we have to talk about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I think if you are if you are someone who enjoys slow burns, if you are someone who enjoys um atmosphere over mm -hmm. action, I think you'd probably like caveat. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, no. I say give Maybe it a try, not. though. It is a mm -hmm. short movie. It feels like a much longer one, but <laughs> um, you'll know 15 minutes into it if it's for you or not. Yeah. And also, yeah. by the way, there's no shame in not finishing movies or not finishing books. Yeah. A lot of us were Agreed. raised that it is shameful. You should turn it off. Nobody's well, going to come get you. You know, you like for me, it's like I don't want to not finish. You know, for for a book, it's like I don't want to not finish it, but I also don't want to waste my time. No, totally agree. Yeah, and I yeah. almost d was it DNF'd uh, how to sell a haunted house. Oh, did you? And I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me so too. glad I didn't. <laughs> it was it's so worth the time. Yes. Well, you were what kept me in. So good. I'm glad you I glad you finished. Yeah. But you know what the older I get, like the more valuable my free time is. And I'm not going to continue to watch a movie or a TV show mm -hmm. or and I just I find myself DNFing and not finishing movies more and more often as I yeah. get older. I think yeah. it's totally fine. Yeah, which I think that's fine, especially even doing this. Like, if we're watching something we hate and we just mm -hmm. don't want to finish it, then guess what? That's it. the commentary. I hated it. I couldn't finish it. And yeah. here's why the end. Mm -hmm. So, well, that was my first one. Caveat, what's your first? I'm going to talk about, um, let's see, The Haunting in Connecticut is what Oh, God. I have so much to say about this one. This was my first time seeing this movie. Okay. Um, I chose, so our point is to pick our favorites in the genre. I haven't seen enough um, to have favorites. 
So I picked ones that I feel like I should have seen or should or that watch you just or want wanted to, to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I picked The Haunting in Connecticut was one. Um, it was made in 2009. Um, and it stars uh, Virginia Madsen, who I don't enjoy. Um, Martin <laughs> Donovan, Elias Co- was it Cotis and Kyle Gallner, which Kyle Gallner is like a low key mid 2000s, like Scream King. I feel like he yes. was in several horror movies, including one of my favorite Jennifer, Bo- Jennifer Spotty. Jennifer Body. I need you to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unpredictable. I like um, him. I like him a lot. Yeah. He, he kind of, his face bugs me sometimes. Wasn't I, he also in um, Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. This is I like, the, like, like his face because it's history. so weird. He's yeah. got a weird face. Yeah. I liked him in this. Um, mm. It's like the only thing I liked in this. Um, spoiler I, alert. Good. I'm so glad. We're going to be on the same page for this one. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> the plot of this is Kyle Gowner's, um character, Matt, is uh, dying, I guess, or he has cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it cancer? Um, and his it's mom is... Debatable. Yeah, is Virginia Madsen, and um, I also am not a huge fan of hers either. Not so. a huge fan. Yeah, she. she me. They move the family to Connecticut to be closer to his doctor and treatments, and um, weird shit starts happening with him. And he they it's, rent a house. Yes, they it's rent a, this house, and weird stuff starts house. happening, yeah. and. Um, they all attribute to the medicine, to the cancer, um, hallucinations. No one really thinks anything's going on. Um, I don't know it. This is one of the reasons I think as a whole, I don't love the genre Mm -hmm. is because you have more movies like this and less movies that are like really good. I agree. Um, it just, it, it had a decent, like the bones of it were were not bad. There were a lot of like good points. Like there were good ingredients, yes. and then it was made into a shitty meal. It wasn't good. Yes. This movie. Oh, by the way, this is not streaming on anything. As let me make sure. Did I pay for this. I pay I for paid this. for this. Yeah. Um. Let me make sure. Uh, honey. Oh, actually, it's on Hulu now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pay- so not only do we pay for it, we paid for it for nothing because it's on Hulu now. <laughs> so, um, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. I. This movie irks me, as I said. It it's irks irksome. me though. Yes. Mm-hmm. It. Other than the bad filmmaking, because I feel like a lot of scenes in this movie were supposed to be really emotional, and I knew they were emotional because the music told me it was emotional. They started played a lot of like real sad acting, uh, sad acting, a little, a lot of sad music. Um, and the acting was not telling me I was supposed to cry, but the music was like, no, you need to cry right now. But I wasn't going to, because um, this is based on a true story, true story. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think knowing the true story is what aggravates me so fucking much about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause the Warrens were also involved yeah, I have beef with the Warrens forever. Yeah, but... we'll be bringing them up too in the next. Oh one. yeah, and so their nephew actually led the investigation in this, not the Warrens. I think they just like left it with him. Um, there's a documentary you can watch on YouTube. It's called A Haunting in Connecticut. 
Oh yeah. Um, did you watch it? Mm-mm. You should, because they actually talk to like the real family and everything. Um, mm-hmm. so Ray Garten. I watch that instead. It, actually, it would. It's more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually scarier, and I'm not even lying to you. It is scarier yeah. to watch <laughs> a haunting in Connecticut. Um, so the guy who wrote the book, Ray Garten. Um. The book is called In a Dark Place, The Story of a True Haunting. He said none of the family could get their story straight. And Ed Warren just told him, you've got some of the story. Just use what works and make the rest up. Just make it up and make it scary. So the story isn't even true. And I mean, since War- since Ed has died, he's he and other people have come out and said that Ed's done the same thing to them. Mm. to make like amityville this one um oh and i also wanted to there's a podcast i listen to called monster talk and mm-hmm. they have a really good episode uh the episode called a connecticut haunting and they, they talk they actually interview ray garden the guy who wrote the book and he has a lot to say about the warrens and he reveals some pretty serious accusations about the family that was involved in That's this interesting. too there's uh sexual assault allegations because one of the girls the one of the i think the older cousin was saying she was groped um and they think it was the son the boy with cancer who was wow. and there's also never any confirmation on whether he had cancer or leukemia or there was some other disease she said he had it's all over the place yeah it's a wild story and I well, wish it would have been a better movie. Yeah, that looks that sounds really interesting. Um, this movie was not. I agree. Everything um, else, all of my notes on this are about other things that aren't. Yeah, the movie. Well, that was way more interesting than anything. This movie, I honestly can't remember how it ended. I don't really care. Um, I think he was. I like, didn't. He didn't have cancer for, anymore. I think in the end. Yeah. He burned the house down, didn't he? That's right, because they found yeah. the bodies and the bodies were in the walls. Yeah, of course yeah. they were. That's right. The bodies were. See, we don't even know. I know. Um, I That's... actually watched this in its entirety. Um, oh, good. Didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So I usually, yeah, you can tell <laughs> which I like less and which I like more by the order I go through these films. So. I did the same thing. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, That's a... so I know what your last one is. Oh yeah, I. I think the eyelid cutting in this movie was actually pretty creepy mm-hmm. and I hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like, I think they re- relied on a lot of jump scares that were not scary. See, that's another thing with haunted houses. But I, I like jump scares. I do too. Usually if they're scary. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they work. And I think they just, I think it just didn't. I yeah, think this, this movie was just poorly written. I think mm-hmm. it was poorly acted. Yeah, um, the casting is not good. They should have had a better budget for cast. Just like, just the real story aggravates me. And maybe it shouldn't. Like, maybe that shouldn't butt into how I watched mm-hmm. this movie. But it just, it made me angry. Uh, you'll love to know um, that this was nominated for two Chainsaw Awards. And guess who was nominated for Best Actress? Virginia Madsen. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. You know, that's that's one thing about these haunted movies is a lot of times they are based off of true stories. Mm-hmm. Um, another film we'll cover is Amityville Horror, and yeah. that was also yeah. based off a true story. So, Also with the um, Warrens involved. Yeah. So 
Um, I mean, look, it's on Hulu. It's one of those, like, um, I don't want to say maybe like a cheesy popcorn horror movie. Yeah, like if you want to watch a movie with like friends. Yes. Where you're not super paying attention. Yes. And maybe you haven't seen it or, you know, this would be a good like I would have watched this in high school. Yes, absolutely. It Mm -hmm. has its place. It's just not in my brain. Yeah. Because honestly, I saw it a long time ago. When did it come out? 2009. 2009. I saw it a long time ago, and I remember liking it well enough when it came out. It wasn't my favorite movie or anything, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. Like you said, a good popcorn film. Yeah. If you're sick and you want to watch something and it's on Hulu, might as well. A non-serious, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. What's your next one? I think for my next one, I'm going to go with A Tale of Two Sisters. Okay. Which is a Korean horror film. Uh, You didn't tell me I was going to have to read this. Sorry, bro. I forgot. (laughs) I forgot. Um, Right now it's only available on Canopy, which I think you can get through your local library. I think that's how Canopy works. Okay. So if if your local library has um, access to it, you can watch it on Canopy. You have to have a library card. Okay. we watched it on AMC. It was on AMC Plus when we saw it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, these things switch so quick. Um, yeah. This came out in 2003. It's actually older than I remember it being. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's an hour and 54 minutes long. I don't know if anyone wants to know how long these movies are. It's not important. It was important for caveat. I agree with that. But Yeah. I almost said the rating of... Um... <laughs> the honey in connecticut but i was like no one cares about that kindle i was just reading imdb Mm. um actually that is important sometimes because sometimes true especially in horror uh this uh this is also rated r if that matters to you oh i guess also we should probably point out if you need trigger warnings again go to does the dog die.com and yes. you can get all of your trigger warnings for these movies. Uh, I didn't write them down. If that's something that we need to do in the future, we can do that. Um, but I think trigger warnings yeah. are such a personal thing. Like See, if I pick, yeah. if I say like what I think is a trigger warning isn't important if you think it's a trigger warning. So just go exactly. look at yourself. Like for Final Girls, the the car crash was a huge trigger for me. Yes. And not many people... And for some people, it's not exactly. So I think, yeah, do your work for yourself. Yeah, do your homework if if you do need. Yes, because some of these do have triggers for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, The synopsis for this one is, uh, okay, so it is Korean and there are subtitles. (laughs) And I'll I'll bring that up in the future. Yeah, trigger warning, there's subtitles. (laughs) It's trigger warning, you have to read this. You have to actually watch the movie. You can't be ADHD and just do I other know. Things. It's actually hard. Like, oh. I want to go back and watch this again. Um, I think you should. Honestly, because it's it's good on a rewatch. Because this is one of those movies that has a couple of like twists. Yeah. And it's also a beautiful movie. I love the way this movie looks. It's filmed beautifully. It's and like really food for your eyeballs. Part too. Can't wait to talk about. 
Um, so the synopsis for this one is after spending time in a mental hospital, a girl is reunited with her sister and returns home only to see some truly strange events start to happen. Tagline for this one is our sorrow was conceived long before our birth, which I think is, wow, it's like a poem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the director is Jiwoon Kim, who directed The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, which is the only Western I have ever liked. <laughs> and I Saw the Devil, which is an incredible Korean horror film, if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I saw this movie a long time ago. I got on like a Korean horror movie kick because there are tons of, like Korea puts out incredible films period but especially horror movies Mm -hmm. and this one just like i feel like it unlocked a part of my brain that i didn't know existed and really um kind of led me down into the path of uh whatever this is of obsession i think and I think the this twist, was a gateway. Yes, this was a gateway movie for me for sure. Um, I think the twist probably had a lot to do with it. Okay, so <laughs> as soon as I saw the sister, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, the sister's not real." <gasps> and then, really, yeah, I was like, "This is she's making up the sister." And uh... then the stepmom talked to the sister, and I was like, "Well, that's wrong." She literally looked at both of them. I was like, "Well, I'm wrong." Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't necessarily wrong, but I also wasn't all the way right. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a, because you are right. Cause that is, that is such a trope that I look for it and I look for those clues because it's yes. always, oh, well, so-and-so didn't talk to so-and-so. So yes. they're not really there. And it's something that actually annoys the shit out of me. Like it's not mm-hmm. a trope that I love, which is crazy because this is the movie i picked and it's also uh in a movie you picked like the multiple personality disorder trope really fucking bugs me yeah it's almost like because it's a cop-out a cop yes that's what it's i was a trying to say especially for people who don't i mean i feel like no one understands what multiple personality disorder is to begin with mm-hmm. and um they just kind of use it to be like oh well they're seeing people who aren't there well that's like hallucinations that's not the same thing but anyway the general like plot of this is that the main girl and her sister Mm -hmm. they don't like their new stepmom right and they have issues with her yada 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 yeah like that's basically and she's the the stepmother is your classic evil stepmother she Mm -hmm. moved in right after mom died yes and she was there before mom died yes she was the nurse yes gross um so mm-hmm. they have a weird relationship with their dad because of that mm-hmm. and of course they hate the stepmom but one of the sisters is very aggressive with the stepmother uh-huh. and she takes up for the quieter little sister uh-huh. um and then weird things start happening when uh sumi is the main girl's name and suyin is her sister um when sumi comes back home there's she's seeing like doubles of things uh you know like objects um and things are said multiple times 
we've already given the twist away. So here's all the clues that come from it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the father gives the stepmother medicine. So you're assuming she's ill. Uh, after the twist, it's really that he's giving Sumi her medicine because mm-hmm. the stepmother's not real. So um, the stepmother is a figment of Sumi's multiple personality. Even yes. though this, yeah. the stepmother does exist, she it's does just exist. The evil part of her, yes, is a part of. And Sumi's. she, yeah, she doesn't live in the house with them, so she's like making up this, mm-hmm. all of these events. Which is why she talked to both girls because the sister that uh, was it Su Yin mm-hmm. died. Yes, she does not exist. Which anymore. on okay, if you got to look up trigger warnings, Jesus Christ, the deaths in this movie are so horrid. <laughs> like the whole death of the mother and then Su Yin. I, I have trouble watching that. And I've seen this movie a few times. And every time I watch it, Suyin dying is. It's very violent. It's like the violent whole, like, and it is know. heartbreaking, mm-hmm. um, especially for Sumi. And I think maybe this is where Sumi probably had to end up being in the mental hospital because knowing that her sister suffered because she didn't go back inside, you know, mm-hmm. Um Maybe we should have done the spoiler the other way around. Whatever, it's okay. Um, some of the clues, if you've watched this and uh, you know the spoiler, uh, the father never, the father actually never speaks to Su Yin. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the girls are at the dock in the beginning, the father only calls for Sumi to come inside. Um, all the women are noticed that. Yeah, that, and that's another tell that you know people use a lot in these types of movies so i I picked up on that one mm-hmm. um all the women in this movie are on their period at the same time uh sumi stabs her stepmother with scissors in her hand but when her father gets home she's the one who has the hand injury which that should have been obvious but i didn't pick up on that one either yeah um all in all this might be and I think I'm discovering that I like haunted house movies that are just really beautiful movies. Mm-hmm. And it's a genre where you can get beautiful. Like you can't yeah. have a beautiful slasher movie, but haunted films. Absolutely. Because I really don't enjoy the whole, there's a ghost who needs my help and I need to solve their murder thing i don't enjoy that at all it's boring and i don't like it and that's mostly what haunted house movies are so maybe i don't really like them as much as i think i thought i did Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't think they're as simple as we think they are i think that's why i have a weird thing with Mm -hmm. them too i think it's more Mm -hmm. nuanced yeah for sure Mm. um the scene where um i, know I guess it's, gonna say she's standing over her fuck and that. she's bleeding down her leg and then the hand comes out from under her what the fuck before that when she's crawling on the floor towards yes. the bed the whole scene is so scary i wanted so to cry. scary i typed it in my phone i was like i have to make sure i talk about this yes it's terrifying there's some legitimately scary parts of this movie um the scene under the sink 
mm-hmm. which I thought was an effective jump scare. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah it was very well done very scary again i want to watch it again so i can enjoy yeah. it again enjoy it more um maybe there's a dubbed i think there is a dubbed i mean version. i can be a big girl and read it yeah but you've already watched it like you can just you can listen that's something else like i get aggravated when people are like oh you have to watch the subbed version you don't i mean you can you're missing I mean, a lot if you don't yes because of um things get lost in translation so yes for sure um you can watch the dubbed version it's you can do whatever you want there was an actual kill count in this movie mm-hmm. i didn't i wasn't good at counting i only did that for one of the films well i think for this genre there you really can't have yeah. a kill count because i was kind of sad about that because yeah. i was ready well that's why i wrote this one down because there were five mm-hmm. if you include yeah. the two birds mm. which was yeah. awful as well Yes, there's also animal death in this movie. The original ending of this was supposed to have Sumi um, taking a lot of pills in the hospital so that Mm -hmm. she could join her mother and sister. But they thought that was too depressing, so they changed the ending. And I was like, it was was too depressing depressing. to begin with. So why not just give me an ending that that makes sense to me? That she would go to join them. Yeah. It was horrendously depressing. But it's a beautiful movie. Like the they, interior, this is my my dream house. This house that they live mm-hmm. in. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Um, but yeah, watch it or don't. I loved it. Watch Did you love it? it? Hate it? We're okay with it. I didn't love it or hate it. I want, okay. like I said, I want to watch it again. Okay, give it another go. Um, it was not caveat for me. It was not okay. It was not um a haunting in Connecticut for me. So. Okay. <laughs> that tells yeah. me everything i need to know yes. honestly so good middle middle ground for me um like it. i said i want to watch it again i it was one of those like i appreciate the film as it is even if i didn't like it if that makes sense yeah no totally um, and this is a movie like that said, i tell people to watch like people that have already seen a lot of horror movies and they just want mm-hmm. something a little different i guess well korean films or Japanese films, any of those, like you have to, it's, it's different. Like yeah. it's a different kind of mindset too. Yes. And there are yes. a lot of times more gory. Yes. And their um, ghosts come from they different legends. Yeah. There's a lot, there was a lot of period it's, stuff. It's weird. <laughs> but you know, it's supposed to, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of symbolism. Yeah. Yeah. But that was also something I didn't I didn't think through when I saw it. I was like, oh, they're all three in their period. Well, of course, when a bunch of women are together, they get this their period oh, at the same time. The same person. That's not weird. But when it's the same person, yeah. Mm-hmm. Duh. Hmm. Good point. Um, so my next choice was I don't know why I stuttered that. So my next choice <laughs> was the Amnival Horror, which I cannot spell. Amni, Am- Amni. I spell it wrong every time. As well. I typed it in IMDb to get all this information, and I literally spelled it wrong. So, yep. um, we watched uh, the 2005 yes, version is, with Ryan Reynolds. This is the remake of the original Amity yes. Horror movie. Uh, it stars Ryan Reynolds, Melissa George, Jimmy Bennett, Jesse James, Chloe Grace Mortis. Uh, that's the only ones really worth yeah. talking about. Um, I think this was Chloe's first movie. Yes. 
which I was really excited to see her. Um, So this film is based off a true story. Um, In December 1975, George and Kathy Lutz, along with their three children, move into an elegant Long Island house. What they don't know is that the house was the site of a horrific mass murder a year before. They decide to keep the house and attempt to keep the horror in the past, but are now haunted by a murderous present. This is until George starts to behave weirdly and their daughter Chelsea starts to see people. What follows is 28 days of sheer unbridled terror for the family with demonic visions of the dead. Yeah, this, I didn't hate it. Okay. It could have been better. Have you seen the original? No. Okay. Well, just, I just say that's because you can compare it to, yeah, um, they're two completely different feeling movies. Yeah. I feel like this one felt very early 2000s. It didn't feel like we were in the 70s. I really wish that Ryan Reynolds was not in this movie. I agree. It, it pulls It takes me you out, out of it. Yep. And I love Ryan Reynolds. Like, mm-hmm. I love him. But he was not, I don't think he was a good choice for George Lutz. I don't need to see him in a horror movie. I don't, yeah, especially when he doesn't have a shirt on for more than half of it. Like, what are we doing? Peak Reiner. I laughed out loud when I saw him without Mm -hmm. shirt. I was like, oh my God. I just thought of him in waiting. That was his, that was in his contract, wasn't it? (laughs) Listen, the man worked hard for that body. So I'd put it in my contract too. Yeah, I I just feel like this movie could have been better. Um, I agree. Um, I do like the original better. I think the original is creepier. I think when they did this remake, they just made it early 2000s scary, yes. which meant yes. a lot of cheap jump scares and a weird Hellraiser like torture backstory, which I didn't understand. Yeah, um, it was really cheesy. I didn't um go into any like I didn't delve into any information on the true story, mm-hmm. but I It's another one that angers me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it has to do with the Warrens, right? Like the Warrens. Yes, it's well. the same situation as Haunting Connecticut. Yeah. Like these things, but there's also the uh, what probably actually happened is that George Lutz was upside down on his mortgage and he could not get out of the mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did this for money. That's more than likely what happened. And all these things were did the up. whole thing for money. Yeah. So this like the, the like got it to be, a, um, you know, like got the Warrens involved because um, they had book deals Mm-hmm. I think they insisted on a book deal. Um, like they they made up the haunting to get out of their lease, basically, or out of their mortgage, hmm. saying that the house was inhabitable. Um, yeah, I, I didn't read back over the actual real story before we recorded, or I'd have more details, but that's basically the gist of it. Uh, I mean, George Letts was a dick anyway. <laughs> There's a really good... Um, there's a really good documentary called My Amityville Horror, mm-hmm. and it's one of the one of George Lutz's kids. Um, he's an Ooh. adult now, and he is 
suffering from mental illness, but he still claims that these things happen in the house and that it ruined his life. So take that for what it is. Uh, it's a good documentary. Hmm. So watch it. Okay. Uh, the director, this might explain something. He'd only directed music videos and then one documentary before he directed this movie. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but the writer, uh, Scott Kosar, he wrote one episode of Monsterland, which I know we both like. Yes. Um, he also wrote one episode of The Haunting of Hill House. The twin really? thing. Really? Yes. He wrote the Which twin episode? Thing. The twin thing. Okay. Which I, like I that. think I like that. that's the one when they were both little, right? With the the floaty guy in the hallway. Was yeah, that, that oh God, yes, that's the scariest one. Thank you. Me too. Oh my god. That thing. Oh, we could talk about it another time, but holy shit. That um, that was a really good episode. That was um the fourth episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he also wrote The Machinist, which I thought was an excellent movie. And so I'm just kind of lost as to why this one was so bad. Yeah. It's, it's just not good. It's a bad one. <laughs> I mean, if you, and for the kill count, if you want to count Ronnie DeFeo killing his whole family, six people die. No, so yeah. There's that. But I like, I enjoyed like the mythos of the story. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I like, and I look, this is one of the like the shitty um, horror sagas that I'll just watch no matter what yeah it's again it's another one you can just watch like mm-hmm. turn it on watch it because you want to watch something this is a good family popcorn watch, horror movie yeah watch him with his shirt off i mean if you want that yeah good I job guess. i guess mm-hmm. um were you scared at all no. did this scare you i was scared for the dog's safety that's about it yes like oh, the yes. the repetitive like gunshot jump scares mm-hmm. just like grated on my nerves. None of this scared me. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. I mean yeah. I think I think I put it as like an okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a meh. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm glad we're on the uh, same page for the oh, for this oh, and yeah. the the um haunting in the connecticut all right what's your last all right pick? my i saved the best for last well uh, you can't I, see me but i got tons of notes here i cannot wait i cannot wait to talk about this movie i love this movie that. so much and guess what it's not a horror movie it's not and we were so misled when this the trailer for this movie first came out um because they really marketed this as a horror movie it is a gothic romance with ghosts, but that's fine. Uh, my last pick is Crimson Peak, which um, let me pull up my notes, which came out in 2015. It's a more recent one. Mm-hmm. It is, you can watch it on Netflix right now. Oh, by the way, you can watch um, Amityville Horror on Showtime and Paramount Plus right now. Um, you can watch Crimson <clears throat> Peak on Netflix. Uh, this one is rated R as well. Mm-hmm. The uh, premise or the synopsis is in the aftermath of a family tragedy, an aspiring author is torn between love of her childhood friend and the temptation of a mysterious outsider. Trying to escape the ghosts of her past, she's swept away to a house that breathes, bleeds, and remembers. Tagline. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go on. <laughs> 
<laughs> the tagline is love makes monsters of us all. So this is this is this movie is directed by Guillermo del Toro, which if you've seen any of his movies, like you know what you're getting into. You're getting to like you're getting into a fantasy world that is gorgeous. You could just turn the volume off, honestly, and watch this movie. But the soundtrack is amazing. Um the cast is fantastic. I mean, okay, I'm not going to lie. So I knew nothing going into this. I did not okay. know it was it was Del Toro. I did not uh-huh. know who was in it. I did not know a single fucking thing about it. Mm-hmm. But when I saw Tom Hiddleston on screen, I texted Misty and I said, bitch, <laughs> I know now why you chose this movie. I'm not saying he's the only reason I watched this movie, but it, he's the only reason I watched this movie so quickly. I mean, Jessica Chastain is also in this movie. Oh Come on. Oh, my God. And Charlie Hunnam. And I Charlie Hunnam. Him. And Jim Beaver. Jim Beaver and Maya. Uh, Wasikowski. Wasikowska. Sorry. Yes. And also Doug Jones is in this. Doug Jones works with Guillermo del Toro all the time. He plays the he plays the ghost. He's the tall, skinny man. He was in everything. I'm going to tell you something. Yes. I watched this movie. Okay. And I absolutely hated it. And now, talking about it, the time between watching it and now, okay. I don't feel that way anymore. That is such a strange view. It's because you it's have a to ex- that shit crazy movie. You have to explain yourself. You I don't know. <laughs> I, I literally have a note on here. Is this movie good or bad? Oh no. Okay, did it is have it, anything to do with you going in thinking you're about to watch like a horror haunted house movie? First of all, the scariest part was the very first scene in the bed with the crazy ass ghost coming through the wall. Yes. It was cheesy as hell. Yes. The whole the whole thing is super cheesy. The ghosts are really cheesy and weird. The twist was batshit crazy. <laughs> um, yes. it, it, this movie is... I don't know. All it's, over the place? It's all over the place. It's crazy. I don't, I went in, I left it thinking I'm never going to watch this shit again. And now I'm like, mm, maybe one day. So on the, on the topic of the ghosts, the ghosts are actually a mix of um, practical effects and video effects. Like they actually put that, those prosthetics on people. Interesting. I thought that was creepy Cause I thought those were completely like computer generated. It ghosts. looked like the ghosts in the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World. That's what they looked like. I thought I, they were bad. I gotta, I gotta disagree. No. Um, this, I'm like, I can't stop laughing because of your, your review of this movie. Because I adore this movie. I love this movie so much. Yeah, you do. It's like my wheelhouse movie. I don't yes. know. The cot. The only. If anyone ever-, ever asks you, give me five movies to explain my personality. This <laughs> needs to be on it. I just say it. Okay. Yes. I mean that makes sense. Other than I think maybe Bram Stoker's Dracula, I cannot think of another horror movie that has better costumes. I will say I'm not a huge fan of like horror movie or not. Uh, excuse me. Uh, period pieces and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but this made me really want to delve more into like gothic horror. Yes. Um, Because it was beautiful. The whole thing was beautiful. I am a little traumatized by seeing Tom Hiddleston's butt. I, okay. Jump scare. Okay. 
I will say it too. I am in like hopelessly in love with Tom Hiddleston, but I do not want to see him have sex ever. So mm-hmm. I'm actually not hopelessly in love with Tom Hiddleston. I just I don't know what it is. I don't want to have sex with that man. I don't want to watch him <laughs> have sex with anybody else. I understand that actually. I Thank get you. That. Okay, good. I'm I glad. get that. <laughs> um yeah. And all of the shit I've been talking about tropes in, in haunted house movies that I don't like. And like, uh, they're all in this movie. All of them. The ghosts needing help. The, uh, it's just, but for some reason, I overlook all of them for this movie. Charlie Hunnam's accent was absolutely horrendous in this. It is. And he's miscast. I agree. Yeah. And- he wanted to, they said that you would be the role of the damsel in distress. And he liked that, which I think is cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. And yeah. it was, it was very much like, what's it called when they cast someone just for attention? Like the name. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we are not going to. We don't know that shit. We're remembering things. <laughs> we can we can say it though. We can say anything we want. It's a free country. I yeah. I don't. I don't know why he was cast in that part because I feel like he was. I love him. But stunt casting. What is it? Stunt casting. They like cast someone that's like hot at the moment. Just oh, I see. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, was this when Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, it was. Yeah. 15 when Sons of it Anarchy was, was big. If not, it was like right after it ended. So he was still pretty hot because it was, it was 2015. So yeah. I think it was over. Um, but Tom Hiddleston was also a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this movie was nominated for 42 awards amongst like multiple associations. Razzies? Bitch, if I could punch you through the camera, I would. This? Oh my god. Let's see. Um Okay, let's talk. Let's Okay, plot uh oh, yes, plot. Let's let's <laughs> briefly and then you can like talk shit about it all you want. I wish I would have put the character names down cuz I'm going to like talk about the plot and not who um the character names are. Um You can talk about them as actors. Yeah, let's say it. So Maya's uh character is I did not like her character either. I'll agree with you there. She, mm, I don't know quite how to describe why. She is too clue, too clueless when she shouldn't be, especially considering who her father was and how he raised her. She should be smarter than she is, put that way. She um, falls in love with this man from... England who comes over he's trying to sell a patent for a machine he's made and she falls in love with him and he convinces her to come to Europe and marry her marry him and he has she, a cunt for a sister he does have a cunt for a sister who's played by the lovely Jessica uh, Chastain she's the ethereal Jessica Chastain the perfect angelic Jessica Chastain who plays cunts very well I, I literally have a note that says I've never hated her more. I know. Isn't that sad? I don't want to hate her, but I did. So they get, she kind of marries him sight unseen of what his life is like. He says he has a manner and it's beautiful. And I guess granted before there was a hole in the roof, it was a beautiful, I mean, I think it's beautiful, but you know, I think abandoned things 
it was a beautiful home at some point, but it is falling apart. The estate's falling apart. The only ones that are still alive in the family are Tom Hiddleston and his sister, Jessica Chastain. And um, he... I never get the feel that they're trying to get some money. Yes. Especially once you meet the sister, it's kind of obvious that he seduced her for her family's money. Well, yeah. I guess the real clue is when her father's murdered and now she is the heir favorite Um, scene in the whole movie so gruesome like Guillermo del Toro always puts in one like horrific face bashing scene in his movies but he does them well so whatever I loved it me too um so she's moved she moves into this decrepit old house on this hill which is on top of a re- very red clay, which is where the movie and the house gets its name, Crimson Peak. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts seeing ghosts, which Kendall doesn't like the look of. Um, I Didn't she see cool. like the ghosts of her mom? She her saw mom? the ghost of her mother originally when she was a child, and her mother told her, beware of Crimson Peak. And mm-hmm. she never knew what that meant. Which is another, like, okay, well, now you know what it means, and you're not going to listen to your mom's ghost? Whatever. Uh, So, come to find out, these ghosts in this house are former, um, what do you call them, former partners of her now husband, who he and his sister have killed for their money. Mm -hmm. And they are now haunting this house and trying to warn her and tell her what's going on. Um that's a twist and then there's another twist which i'm sure was your favorite part of the movie for some reason i never saw coming i was in genuine shock when she walked into that room and he had his hand down her pants i thought there was one there was one point i can't remember when i was like oh they're not siblings Mm. they're they're lovers okay I didn't see which it. I was right and wrong. <laughs> yeah, because they are siblings. They are siblings, but they're also lovers. Oh, Tom. <laughs> and when her hair is down and she's just like, oh, my God, Stop I can't. It. I was like, what the f- actual fuck? I know. I know. But I literally have a note that just says incest. Yes. Yes, the answer is yes, if that was a question. Trigger warning, incest. Yes. Trigger warning, Tom Hiddleston's butt. I know, and I hate him. I hate that. I just love him so much. I hate that I have to hate that. Mm-hmm. But the problem... I, look, I've been watching True Blood right now, and there's so many naked butts in that. So and many I'm butts. so over it. I know. I I don't want to see... I don't... I don't know. I don't want to see butts. I love butts. They're fine. I love butts, but I don't really want to see naked butts. I agree. Yes, in that context. I don't want to see your butt without clothes on. Yeah, I like them with clothes on. Until because I, I know like, what that's personal. I know what's I know what that butt is. I know what's what I know what's in between those perfectly sculpted <laughs> muscles. I don't want to see that because your butthole's in there. <laughs> but anyway, the <sighs> the problem with this is that he has actually fallen in love with maya and he doesn't want to kill her but crazy sister tries to kill her and um i have a favorite quote oh do you because i don't tell me 
funny. That's the last thing mother said. Oh, yeah. That's what she said, right? Because mm-hmm. she killed the mother. Didn't the yeah. mother know about them? Uh, yes. Yeah. Which is why she killed them. I yes, think. why she killed her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, look, Game of Thrones is my favorite thing on the planet. And I love House Lannister. So. Uh, hmm. Yep, I think that's everything. Um, yeah, I mean, we, the the ending of it ends up being, um, you said Charlie Hunnam was the damsel in distress, and he does end up being the damsel in distress because he's stabbed by uh, Tom Hilston, but mm-hmm. Tom stabs him to where he won't die because yes. he's trying to save him from his yes. crazy sister. Um, I don't know. I, th- my only complaint about, because... I'm just biased. I love this movie. But my only complaint is that I find it hard to believe that Tom Hiddleston's character would turn around so fast on his, like, belief system, you know? Yeah. Um, I get maybe he was just tired of of killing maybe, I don't know. But, oh, yeah, my other complaint is ghost Tom Hiddleston. I hated that. Oh, yes. I thought it was really fucking stupid. Like, why are... Is there a ghost sister too? Does everybody turn into a ghost here? No, they don't. Think of what it makes me think of something I can't even remember. Like it's a cheesy TV show or a movie. I can't even remember what it is. But as soon as someone dies, they're a ghost, and it's like almost comical. It did feel comical, especially because he looks so different than the ghosts in the house. Because yeah, they looked that way because they buried them in the clay, the red clay, and his. I don't know. I'm a sucker for gothic romance. I'm a sucker for it was beautiful pieces, mm-hmm. and this just ticked a lot of those boxes for it's me. It's a so beautiful it's, movie. It is, and like so. I said, I I hated it. Now it's more like <laughs> I like to hate on it. Um, was no, it a good movie or was it a bad movie? I don't know. Like yeah. one of my favorite horror movies is Jennifer's Body, and that's one of those. Like, is this a shitty movie that I love, or yeah. is it? Do I love it because it's a shitty movie? Like, right. What is it? Yeah. Um, so this was a good want. choice. If you like gothic romance, if you like uh, beautiful set design, if you like beautiful costume design, uh, yeah, you might you might like this one. It's a big sweeping story. If mm-hmm. you like complicated mysteries, I mean, we spoiled it all for you. If you like incest. That's your thing. You don't uh, have to it is not my thing. <laughs> no, not your thing. I'm talking about those who might like incest. It's, I know. You're, that's your prerogative, okay? If you love the Lannisters. We're not here to judge. <laughs> well. If you want to see Tom Hiddleston's white butt. Right. It's so white, right? It's, it's so, so white. white and so stiff. And the sex scene was just weird. I don't it know. It was a weird sex scene. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. If you like watching bad sex. <laughs> feel free you might like this movie so what's your last choice because i know right. you saved your best for last two i did um this is the only one that i had seen before uh we did this uh this yes. is marrowbone um this was made in 2017 and the cast is also another uh excellent cast yes um it stars george mckay anya taylor joy charlie heaton and mia goth um it is about let's see i'm trying to think about uh 
I'll go ahead and read this. Um, okay. So three brothers and a sister, which is Charlie Heaton and um, George McKay and their little brother who is played by Matthew Stagg and Mia Goth are all siblings. And um, they just, they've just lost their mother after their death. Uh, they fear to be separated. So to protect themselves and prevent this from happening, they decide to flee to an abandoned farm, a place that is not what it seems because it hides a dark secret between its walls. That's not a very great, um, ex- you know, it's not very great, but anyway. It's a very condensed, concise. Yes. Without so, telling anything that goes on in this movie. So this, it's about the four siblings and I was looking it up. So George McKay is the oldest. He was 20 or okay. the character's 20. Mia Goth was 19 and Charlie Heaton was like, 18. So for some reason, she didn't want anyone to know that she was dead because they would be split up. Right. Until he was 21, then he could take care of them. Why right. is that if the other two were also adults? Maybe because this is set in another time period. Maybe the yeah. age that you're considered an adult was different. Or yeah, maybe maybe in order to be an adult taking care of other children like in order to take custody of children maybe the age is different so i didn't realize they were that close in age either that's what wikipedia over 18 yeah that's what wikipedia said it could be wrong um they didn't seem like they were that old but no um but they also were i think they were childish because of the way they were forced to live So basically the mother and these four kids move to this house, uh, like they're fleeing from something dangerous. Um, she dies, tells George McKay, Hey, keep my death a secret until you're 21. Um, that way they won't split you all up. I want you to take care of your brothers and sister. So they all, after she dies, they pretty much just stay at home. He yes. goes to town. He's the only one who goes to town. He, they form a friendship and then he, a relationship with Anya Taylor joy, um, who, um, is like a school teacher or something. Yeah. Um, and a librarian, I think. Well, that's what it is. She's a librarian. Okay, librarian. Um, and so there's some other details with like the money and I don't know, but, um, so basically you end up finding out that they, what they fleed from was their father, yes. abusive father, murderer, murderer. I think he, cause he was in the paper as like, yes. um, I think he also like mm-hmm. assaulted his daughter. And stuff yes, too. I was going to talk about that later. Yeah. Um, didn't he impregnate her? That's a theory. Yes. Yeah. There's a theory um, that Sam is actually Jane's son. Yes. That's why he's so much younger than the rest of them. Yes. Yes. Because Sam is an actual he's, child and they are yeah, young he's like adults. Six or seven or something. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because when the mother in the mother's goodbye letter, she writes, Jane will be Sam's mother now as it was meant to be. Mm. So I think that. Ugh, this this movie is very bleak but it's also beautiful um at least it ends well (laughs) at least it ends on a good note because it is really depressing it is very depressing the twist was wild yes um so for some reason i forgot it i forgot about it when i rewatched because this was a rewatch for me too but i forgot about the also um there are mirrors up in the house that are all covered Yes. And you don't really know why you, you, 
I don't know if they say it or if, if you just assume it's for ghosts. Uh, yeah, I think because, that they see the ghosts in the mirror the, or the ghost comes through the, something. Yes. And so they keep the mirrors and, covered. And there's noises in the attic. Yes. And yes. you, um, you know, you assume ghosts. I don't know. It's it's a lot of guessing for a while. Yes. Um, you'll have to remind me. Mm-hmm of the order of things okay um what what with tom the the lawyer guy what what's up with him i forget it's been a minute since i watched this yes because they owed him money, money yes. or something well and he what kept trying to come to the for? house to talk yes, to the mother because the papers had to be signed by the mother and they kept he kept um, putting them off and saying my mother's ill let me just bring the papers inside and I'll get her to sign them and bring them back to you so yeah then Mia Goth had to try to forge their mother's signature which I feel yeah. like she made way harder than it had to be like yeah. I've never seen people scrutinize the signature so much ever in real life or in a movie no. like no. she got no one signs their name the exact same way every time that just doesn't no. happen no. and I feel like her signature was fine but he made a big fucking deal about it and that's how they get caught, but whatever. But it was a lot of money that they owed for some reason. I cannot remember. It was, yeah. I just watched a stupid movie. What I know. Movie. I have a terrible memory. Um, Me too. So basically you end up finding out um, that the, the father comes to find them. Yes. And uh, George McKay, what's his name? What's that kid's name? Jack. Uh, is it Jack? Jane, Sam, Jack. Jack. Yeah. What's the other one? And Billy is Charlie Heaton, gotcha. who just basically totes a shotgun around the whole time is mm-hmm. is hilarious, honestly. Yeah. Um, like he's not supposed to be. Ogre. Yes, it's so funny. He knows um, very few words. <laughs> yeah. So um, the father comes and kind of like fights off. Uh, uh, Jack kind of fights him off to mm. try to protect his siblings. And um, then it's like uh, left unconscious. And then when yeah, he, wakes he falls up, like off of a little cliff and hits his head. And wasn't there like a secret entrance into the attic? Right. Yes. yes. So the door. And then from, from the uh, chimney. Yes, and they got in through the chimney. So which is how what's his yeah. face? Billy got in to, yes. to get the money they threw down there. Why don't you explain the twist? Okay. Which is like the second twist, right? Because no, this would be the first twist. Because the second twist is well, they kind of come together. Never mind. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So the big twist of the movie is after he he hits his head and then he goes back. They think that they have trapped their father in the attic. Yes. And he cannot get out and that he died in the attic because he That's starved the to noise death. they hear. Yes. That was him in the That's attic. The ghost. Yeah. So it's his ghost in the attic. He's dead. And all they have to worry about in this life right now is that they got to wait until Jack is 21 and they can live their life more freely because they're all cramped in this house. What has actually happened is that the father is still alive somehow. He's been eating what? Yeah, he was eating. No, I know. I just. Oh, okay. I I thought it was like, wait, did I get it wrong? No, you're right. I don't know how he stayed alive. Unless I don't have the timeline right, I don't know how he stayed alive this long. He he has been alive. 
Mm-hmm. And he's actually killed all three of the siblings and their bodies are rotting in the attic. Billy, Sam, and Jane. Yeah. Yes. So he's been talking to himself. No one himself, which is actually why the mirrors are covered, I think. Um, so he's he, afraid if he looks in them, he'll realize he's alone. Yes. Um, so he's lost okay. his mother. He's lost all three of his siblings. Uh, his psychotic father is locked in the attic and um, he doesn't, they do end up killing him when yeah. his, uh, with, when Anya Taylor Joy comes, like she realized mm-hmm. something is like actually going on. She found like the di- a diary or whatever mm-hmm. that had, you know, some info. He, in yeah. It. He told has... her the story through picture book. It was mm-hmm. really cute. Oh, that's right. It was. A... Yeah. I know. It's so sad. It's such uh, a beautiful movie. It is. And um, again, like we picked a, a movie that has a multiple personality disorder twist in it. I don't mm-hmm. know how that worked, but we did that. Um, well, this, like I said, this was the only one that I had seen. But I, I like is this a horror? Is this a haunted <laughs> house? Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. I mean, it is. It's a haunted house. It is. House. Um, it is. I like the way it ended, though, because it ends with on he goes to therapy. He is he sees a doctor and Anya Taylor Joy is kind of like holding his hand through life at this point. Mm-hmm. She stays with him and he gets better. And mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. It's just sad because like it is so sad. The whole point was like he thought he was protecting his siblings. Yes. But really, really they had already died. And it yes. was and he just so, could not so accept sad. that. Yeah. I was so he, shocked. I was me like, too. What? Yeah. I didn't see that coming either. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, right. Did you think it was scary at all? No, it, not really. I thought that the, it was atmospheric. Like you could feel there was a sense of dread. Yes. Um, this movie was anxious. Yes. And this movie was very good about like pulling you in and making you feel like you live in the world. Yes. Yes. Um, when she sticks her hand in the attic to pet that poor raccoon, and the dad, it was the dad up there that she touched, and oh, he killed the raccoon. Yeah, that was scary. That was fucking scary. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't like a, like a, like it's not a scary movie, but it's a very sad, mm-hmm. very sad movie. Yeah, it almost. It it is horror, but it's uh, there are horrible things in it. Not <laughs> like it could just be a drama. To like if but if you're elements, not a horror fan, yeah, you would maybe like that's a good and point. like parts of it you would like this. Um, you know, if you like things that make you sad and whatever, and you like Mia Goth and Anya Taylor Joy and Charlie Who doesn't Heaton. love Anya Taylor Joy. Oh my she, gosh. I wasn't sure for a long time and I finally was like, yes, ma'am. I love her. Last Night in Soho was when I was like, okay. I can't wait to put that in a category. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'll put it in, but oh, if you want to watch this movie, it is available in a lot of places. It is on mm-hmm. oh, where did I put it? Oh, here it is right here. It is on Prime Video. It's on Hulu. It's on Peacock. You can watch it on Voodoo with ads. You can watch it on Tubi. You can watch it on Canopy. And you can watch it on Plex. You can watch it for free a lot of places. I didn't know Voodoo did free uh, movies like that with ads. That's what it said. Free with ads. I, I could be that. wrong because I've never used Voodoo other than... Did you say Tubi? Movie. 
Yeah, it's on Tubi. Seems like a Tubi kind of movie. It is a Tubi kind of movie. <laughs> so those are our yeah. those are our choices. Does that um, that wrapped it up? Yeah, haunted movie, haunted house movies, haunted house movies. We have a horror, a horror. We have a haunted house book that we want to talk about. That yeah, we, we just do. happen to both read the same book. I have a couple of other suggestions. I'll say really yeah, go, quickly. Go with those. If you if you um want to read some good haunted house books, um, I recommend Slate House by David Mitchell. David Mitchell wrote um. Oh my God, Cloud Atlas, mm-hmm. and he also wrote Slate House. It's a really weird um, haunted house book. It's really good. Um, I'm going to recommend House of Leaves by Daniel, by Mark Danieluski. I have this is my white whale book. I have tried to read this book two times, and I cannot. It's very difficult to read, mm, um, so but I'm going book. to recommend it because um, it's beloved by the horror community and mm-hmm. i know it is scary and i know it is good i just cannot get through it but i will one day so bear with me <laughs> um you should have left by daniel um kelman it was made into a movie with amanda S- is it Seyfried? 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 and Kevin Bacon? Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Um, I, having read the book, I didn't like the movie. But if you haven't read the book and you watch the movie, you might like it. Mm. Um, I love this book. It's uh, it's a short read. And the, my last suggestion, The Grip of It by Jack Gems is also a very short read. And it's a great haunted house book. Uh, but the one that Kendall and I both read that we would love to talk about is uh how to sell a haunted house by grady hendrix yes which is almost less about a haunted house and more about why haunting it yes and i almost would have like wanted to talk about it in another episode but we had both just read it so why not because it is also a haunted house it literally says haunted. it's in the title of the movie yeah (laughs) i mean of the book Um, so it will be a movie this is the third Grady Hendrix, Grady Hendrix novel that I've read. I've read um, the Vampire Southern yeah. Vampire Book Club, that one, yeah. and um, Final Girl Support Group. Okay, which his books I think are again slow burns for me. Okay. Um, the Vampire Southern Book Club Vampire. I need to figure out what that. What's that Southern? I don't. I didn't read that one, but I don't ever remember the title. Whatever. Southern Vampire Vampire Book Club. (laughs) Uh, If you know, you know. Um, (laughs) It just wasn't... I didn't love it. Now, I love the Final Girl Support Group. That's right up my wheelhouse. Exactly. Um, That's your favorite. basically took characters from famous slashers and kind of created characters amongst them as the final girls. Um, so I don't know that was kind of a love letter to slasher movies. Yeah. This, I wasn't sure I was going to like it, but Missy kept talking about how much she loved it. So I was like, let's do it. Um, I also haven't read my best friend's exorcism, but I watched the movie that they made and I liked it enough 
Yeah. Um, but I want, I will. It's eventually. not a good adaptation. You'll like the book more. Good. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved this. I thought it was, uh, it was a wild ride. Honestly, it's been a while since I've read a book that kept me captivated. Mm-hmm. Like every chapter in this book, something batshit crazy happens. Like it keeps escalating. And I'm like, how can something crazier possibly happen next? Like this has got to be it. We're just coasting to the end. No. So we're probably not going to try to spoil this, but. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll book not does have to do with haunted puppets that's like first basically yes. in the book yes now how what did you think pumpkin looked like oh well i'm glad you brought that up because when i got my because phys- i have a physical copy of the book and mm-hmm. i it came with a postcard from oh, brady okay. with a picture of pumpkin on it that's pumpkin oh. i didn't think you i didn't see this because first of all pumpkin is red this is like an orange which and that yeah. fucking bothered me because i was like why wouldn't you make him red this is not what I saw in my mind when I thought of Pupkin. Okay. What did you think? Because I have a very specific. He, idea. there is a specific, I don't know if it's a puppet I'm imagining that I've seen, but more of like a, he has like a jester hat. It's like a jester uh, marionette or puppet that I'm thinking of. Um, it's a hand one. Where am I? I don't know where I'm seeing this or where I've seen this puppet, but more like a jester but I guess he would be wearing a onesie. Yeah. With his pointy hat. Um, the face. I intentionally kept kind of blank in my mind because mm-hmm. I think the way it was described, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't find terribly scary, but I'm like, I think I'm just not imagining correctly. So I'm just going to give him a blank face. And sometimes that's scarier. I'm sending you a picture of what I yes. pictured. It is a puppet from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <gasps> oh, I know exactly who you're talking about because I hate that hoe. Yes, her. Lady I Elaine. Her. I hate that puppet. She's terrifying. That's what I pictured. Okay. Yeah. Like with the, <laughs> oh with the hands? Yes. That's what I pictured. And it's red like. And he's a little hand puppet. And you may be thinking like, that's not scary. A little hand puppet can't hurt you. Let me tell you, Grady Hendrix puts his whole pussy into his books. Grady Hendrix is not a real estate agent. He's not a, um, he's not a final girl. He's not a musician. He doesn't work at Ikea. He so fully researches all of his subject matter for his books that you think like, oh, he's a real estate agent. He knows how to sell a haunted house. He gives his all. And this man made me scared of a little hand puppet. Mm-hmm. I was scared of Pupkin. He terrified me. I was like, what's going to happen? Like, how, are, how, how, especially in that third act, that final act when she yeah. goes home? Yes. You're like, what? Because at that point, too, you think, okay, now we're coasting into yeah, the good. end. She's going to resolve her relationships and all the like people stuff. I was like, what are we going to listen? Like, yeah. what is this now? No. What am I? No, am I he throws us another crazy, crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I just love the it. It's thing been a- is, 
it wasn't necessarily about how to sell a haunted house. No, that was a very minor point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, I mean, they did eventually sell the haunted house, I think. And the story behind the puppet. Like, yes. It was it was really good, and I'm excited to see. Um, I cannot the wait, movie. especially like Sam Raimi getting his hands on haunted puppets is so exciting to me. Do the you think scene with the brother? Which one? The attic. The scene. Oh, in the garage. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, I'm terrified of this thing. Mm-hmm. What he's capable of. Mm-hmm. The scene in the attic, I don't know if they're going to include Spider in the movie. I don't know what to think about Spider. I know. It's such a weird... Um, I feel I, I feel like he just had a list of things he wanted to put in this yeah. book. And he was just like, it was, never it was it. great. It's really fun talking vaguely about this too. So yes. whoever listens has read it and they're like, yes. Yeah, like, or if they haven't, maybe they're like, "Oh, I have to read that." Now. Please read it, even if like you aren't a fan. I feel like this book is so entertaining. I felt mm-hmm. like I was watching a movie I while I was reading the, the book, audiobook, and was it I a good thought one? it was. I thought it was really good because she did the pumpkin voice. Oh God, fuck that! Mm-hmm. Oh, that was I fun. I was like, I don't think I would have enjoyed this quite as much if I didn't hear someone else saying the pumpkin voice. I mean, he described what pumpkin sounds like, I think. So I think I had my like inside my brain pumpkin yeah. voice. I hated it, but mm-hmm. I I still, you know, it was still in there. I couldn't get it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, please read it. It's such it a was good great book. Yeah. Um and if you like Rady Hendrix at all, he has a podcast that's not, I don't, I swear this man, he's not on drugs, I don't think. I think he just cannot stop. He is always either writing something, uh, he started a podcast called, um, uh, it's called the Super Scary Haunted Homeschool. Hmm. And so I got a few episodes, he did it during COVID, he doesn't keep it updated, like, I think he put out an episode um a couple of months ago but it hadn't been updated for like a year or two so it's like our like, other so, right exactly so he might come out with new episodes who knows just a, maybe when he gets bored he records an episode and, and puts yeah. it on there but um i i love everything i don't love everything that he writes i'll i'll rephrase that um because his Did books like are kind of support group i didn't read that one Okay. I've read um I read Horror Store, My Best Friend's Exorcism, and We Sold Our Souls. So I read the ones you didn't and you read the ones yeah. I didn't. Weird. Yeah. 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 Isn't that strange? Would probably like the Southern Book Club guide to slaying vampires. There you go. You got it. We didn't even have to look that up. You well got done. It. I feel like um, I would like that one. I'm uh, not sure if you would like the support group. Um yeah. that one did kind of move slowly, but I liked trying to figure out like who he like, I, I don't know like trying to piece yeah, together like who like he's, this character is supposed to be yeah nancy you know so i like that too yeah so, so i might it's a I'm love, working my like way said, through it's a love story to horror movies so i, I like it, it. Mm-hmm. i i'll read anything he writes his next book i think is going to be about satanism in the 70s like with anton LaVey. Um, Because I heard him, he's on a pod, he's been a guest, I think three times on one of my favorite horror lit 
podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I think we talked about it last time, or I talked about it. Books in the freezer. Yeah, um, and I think that's where he kind of leaked what his next book is about. That's cool. So I'm excited for that. So yeah, go buy Out of Solo Haunted House by Grady Hendrix and read it immediately. Um, okay. So I think the last well, our thing, music, yeah, our music. Um, what are we what are we gonna call it? Because it's not. It's not our haunted house song because this week we decide or this episode we decided to choose our favorite haunted score. house movie score yeah. because haunted house movies don't really have songs in them so yeah. it was kind of hard for us and then I discovered my favorite one of my favorite uh, singers Florence the Machine actually has a song called Haunted House that yeah. I did not know until before this recording. Yeah. Um, it's Great beautiful. Song. Yes. It's a um, song. So we decided to pick our favorite haunted house score. So a movie. Um, I just looked at the picture you sent me again. <laughs> um, so yeah. I can guarantee I'm guessing Kendall chose the one that I would have picked, but I didn't pick it because I knew she was going to pick it. Mm-hmm. Go just say go ahead and say what you thought I picked. Did you choose the haunting of Hill House? Yes, of course I did. I okay. I was I for a hot <laughs> second I thought you did it. That was totally wrong. I was gonna be I like, I was actually what? afraid that you weren't gonna because you're like, I'm pretty sure I know what you chose. And I was like, Yeah, you do. And then I was like, Ooh, what if she didn't? No, I knew you did. I knew mm-hmm. as no, I knew as soon as you said it weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, I know what she's gonna choose. Yeah. And then my dumbass forgot that we, you know, I don't know how my brain works. It's been like a month since we recorded. And that's my, again, my problem. My, my, it's not your fault. Um, but it's, I've for, I actually forgot about the music too. I had to look in our text message and say, I have been, what did we do? And then I forgot what I had chosen. I was, until yeah, I, I was read still myself say, the, I already know what I'm going to pick. I was on the process that we were choosing a song. I was like, okay. So this whole time I've been like desperately looking for a song. That oh, when no. I hear it makes me feel like I'm a ghost floating through a house. Ooh, that's and so I finally Misty, came. <laughs> that would have been great. I should have shared that. I I mean I can. It's the because I mean I have the choice. It's um, shared that so we. Uh. The song is called Zoetrope. Z O E T R O P E, and it's by Yope Beving. Is that how I pronounce his name? Yeah, it's it's Yope. Or Yoop, it's J-O-P-E, Beving, B-E-V-I-N-G. And that was the, it's a really like, um, like melancholy and whimsical song. Mm-hmm. And when I hear it, I, I envision myself as a, as a, a ghost floating through a house. I like that. But that's not even what we decided to do, Kendall. That's <laughs> like, so on yeah. the, uh, so today I, decided that i was going to choose Ooh, and you know now that i'm looking at it i don't know if i want to pick this one i was really i was you don't have to pick a different one than me because it is the best it It really is i it, it may it something in it reaches down into my heart and like punches it like that's how i feel when i feel real emotions yes oh it, I, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know much about music because I'm not even close, to, yeah, anywhere to like being a musician of any yeah. sort. I can't play, but I, 
man, I don't know. Whoever composed this so score is a fucking genius. Like it's it is so good. Yes. It hurts. It like hurts my feelings every time. Yes. I hear it. Yes. It does. It makes me sad. And it's the opening music like to the show. And it and your feelings are already hurt. Like, yes. Just, yes. That's such a great when we one day we will discuss the haunting of Hill House in its own episode. We actually talked about that being one of my picks, but yeah, yeah. it's we can't share it can't share an episode with no. it has to be its own. I totally agree. And it's a series which ends up being what, like eight hours of is it is it eight episodes or ten? Eight or nine. Yeah. Okay. So eight it's or one nine. for each kid, and then so I guess like ten hours ish of, which is if that's not a movie, we can't be like, oh, it's a long series. It's also no. It's... And I, I watch it every year, but I gotta be in the mood. I gotta yes. make sure my mental health. I attribute it yes. to other it's traumas in, in my life. Yeah. Yes. So no, totally agree. Yeah, um, it's so good. I was gonna pick Beetlejuice. <gasps> that's a great one it is it's danny elfman um i know i put the conjuring on our mm-hmm. our, our google doc but my first gut reaction was beetlejuice if it wasn't going to be the haunting of hell house and so i think i'm going to go back and i'm choo- I'm i'm writing beetlejuice in here fuck it i'm doing it and then i was also going to choose the shining um but that was another little thing I wanted to discuss. Would you consider The Shining, mm-hmm. even though you haven't seen it, would mm-hmm. you consider it a haunted house movie? Because it is about ghosts and hauntings, but it's in a hotel. How do we suss that? Hmm. Right? Or what was I found? In a, or like a lot of times um, some movies or like The Queen Mary it's a haunted ship here where I live. Is that mm-hmm. a haunted house? Is that would that be a haunted house movie? Or is it a haunted ship movie and a haunted hotel movie? Do we break it down like that? Because The Shining is on so many best haunted house movie lists. Honestly, you could put it on there if you wanted. Like Marrowbone right. wasn't really a haunted house movie, but they thought it was a haunted house. Right. Well, but it is because Cause it like for the first half of the movie, we think it's haunted too. Right. Right. Or like, what about the movies that like, Oh, the person's actually haunted. Cause like uh, the ghost will follow the person when they leave. It's not the house. It's the person. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put shining as a haunted house movie. I'd probably put it in another like genre. I put it in like psychological horror before I mm-hmm. put it in haunted house for sure. Yeah. It's in the Stephen King genre for us, but yeah. Or Honestly, like paranormal activity. Would you call that Ooh. a haunted house movie? Because the, the haunting follows what is her name, Kate? It follows her. It's not haunting the house. So no, but it is, I guess. Right? See what I'm saying? Like it's not, but it is. It's your perception of it. Yeah, I agree. It's not like haunt. Haunt's not a slasher. We'll go back right. to that. Right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> The Shining. Saw is not a slasher either, by the way. (laughs) For me, a haunted house movie is a house that is haunted or that they think is haunted or that haunted type things happen there. 
And it's almost like it's always a situation where someone needs to sort out their life, Mm -hmm. like no matter what. I think The Shining is more complex than that. So I would say no. Okay. But that is I, a really I also question. would have never put it into a haunted house category. And I was actually surprised when I like looking for um, uh, a horror s- score that I love. And I was like, oh, can I use The Shining? It's considered yeah. haunted house. But I just, I don't know. I don't feel right putting it in haunted house. It's not a haunted house movie. I love that you chose Beetlejuice because that's technically a haunted house movie. It is very literally a haunted house movie. I mean, it's not anything else. Well, he's a demon, so but he's still haunting the house. He can't. I think it's a ghost. He can't leave. There's ghosts in that house, though. Yes, yes. The previous tenants are haunting it, and yes, that's the that's. I love the fucking whole... love Beetlejuice. I love Beetlejuice so much. What do you think about the uh, sequel? I don't know. Um. It's either going to be hot Good garbage or, or I just don't know. I mean, I, love I don't the think cast. it's necessary. I don't want it. It's I'll not necessary. Watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch it for sure. I I am excited to see Winona Ryder as Lydia Dietz again. Me too. Um, I love that Jenna Ortega is playing her daughter. I think that's wonderful. Uh, mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe is in this fucking movie. Yes, he uh, is. So that's why I don't think it's going to be a hot garbage. Who? There's someone else. Yeah, there's someone else big that was in it. Playing Beetlejuice's wife. Oh, uh, Monica Bellucci. I love her. Mm -hmm. Uh, How did Beetlejuice land Monica Bellucci? I don't know. Also, um, Michael Keaton is reprising his role as Beetlejuice. So I I have hopes. I have hopes. But I just, you know, I did you enjoy the um, the Hocus Pocus sequel? I did, but yeah. I did, but like it was yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't necessary. I, I won't. Like wa- I they... won't rewatch Hocus Pocus every. I mean, Hocus Pocus two every year. Like I probably won't rewatch it ever again. But yeah. yeah, I'll continue to watch Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So, okay. Um, Another thing I want to do is we don't love the idea of ranking things because we're indecisive. Um, But so we're not going to rank movies or rate the movies, Mm -hmm. but we are going to rank the genres that we do. Okay. So, so far we've only done two. My number one right now is Slasher. Number two is Haunted House. I would assume yours is the opposite. It would be the opposite right. at this point. Okay. Yes. I've already updated the spreadsheet. Okay, so. good. So, um, are you ready to spin the wheel? I'm looking for it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Yes. Do you want me to turn ready. the sound on? You could hear it pretty well last time. Yeah. Okay. It gives me a, like a hit of dopamine. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so if you're new here, we have a wheel that we, not a wheel, we have a wheel that we spin <laughs> that has all of our subgenres that are um, 50 plus at this time. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, That's another spreadsheet that I need to uh, add to the, the classroom. So, all right, I'm going to spin this wheel, wheel, 
and it's going to tell us what our next subgenre is going to be. Yay. All right. I'm so excited. Stephen King. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. All right. That's okay. Are we picking three each again? Or are we picking two? What would you like to do? I feel like three took me or six took me too long. Yeah, let's do. Let's do two. Okay. And we'll keep. We're probably going to keep Stephen King on here because there's too many. So he'll go back in the rotation. Yeah, right? that's a good idea. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, that's what we decided last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So what two Stephen King movies are you going to choose? I'm honestly leaning towards ones I haven't seen. Okay. Um, I kind of want to, I want to throw in Misery. Okay. That's one that I want to do, I think. Um. Yeah, I'm, I am going to. This is tough. Ooh. Maybe we should do three. Let's, since it's Stephen King, let's do three each. There's just so many. There's just so, yeah, there's so many movies. Okay. I think for mm, the Pet Cemetery. Okay. Pet Cemetery is quintessential for me. I'm going to go with my favorite mm-hmm. one. I know I just said I'm going to go with ones I haven't seen, but I have got to put the Green Mile on here. I love the Green Mile. Me too. Ooh. That'll be a so good So I'm going to choose um the shining so that you can see it. Yeah. Okay. I was hoping you would. Yeah. Can't not. Oh, that makes me so excited. Oh God. Um I haven't there. seen too many. Ooh. Does one of us want to choose the boogeyman since it comes out june 2nd it does doesn't it? it'll be a new one that's going to be in theaters yeah or we can just stick to what's already out let's stick to what's already out in case we can't get to it um I... if for some reason we both see it before recording we'll add it yeah we'll just throw that in yeah you're right um i have two that i can't i'm not sure I think for my, I think for my third one, let me make sure. God, he has so many adaptations. My my gut is telling me to go with Creep Show. Okay, so I think I'm gonna do Creep Show. Well, I want to do Carrie. Ooh, okay, because I that was where I was leaning. Yeah, I love Carrie. Me too. Okay, so for next time the choices are gonna be in the original carry correct yes and i'm i chose the original pet cemetery as well okay. in case that okay. even needs to be said no pet yeah cemetery. i mean see. so your choices are misery the green mile and the original carry and my choices are going to be the original pet cemetery the original shining and creep show the first one this is exciting i am so excited i cannot i I mean, obviously, we're huge, huge, huge Stephen King fans. Yeah. I love, I don't know if I've read or seen anything by him that I did not like. And I've only seen two of the six of these. Oh, so that's incredible. I'm excited. 
for that. Um, half of these were on my list for the year to have seen by the end of the year. Like, oh, really? Like oh, I good. said, like I like the shining and misery and pet cemetery. Like I said, I've wanted to, you know, I, there's a lot I haven't seen. So it's, it's just, like a, it's hard to, it's hard to catch up on something when there's so much already out, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is why I haven't started watching Succession because I I feel like I'm behind, but I gotta watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet either. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Um, so yeah, join us next time if you want to hear us talk about Stephen King for the first yeah. time because it won't be the last time. Yeah, and a lot of these will be my first time watching, so I'm excited so happy. Mm-hmm. All right, well. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Adios.